Come on. What what are the most overrated snacks to eat while watching sports? Nachos. Nachos. Why nachos? Why don't you mess with nachos? I mean, I love nachos. They're good, but like, I can't enjoy nachos and like watch a sporting event. I don't want this shit on my shirt. And nacho <laughs> cheese at the at the like stadium is trash. That's facts. It, it ends up getting crazy soggy too, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like the jalapenos are like the worst jalapenos. And I get it. That's a regional thing. Like you know, southwestern parts of the country, like they put jalapenos on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like it's like the worst jalapenos ever. So yeah, nachos are the worst. All right, that's a good one. You. Man, I'm going to say uh, peanuts. I don't really get it. Peanuts and sunflower seeds. You know, I see a lot of people like I get players. You want something to like, you know, keep you focused, just a little something to distract you. I guess those are kind of opposites, but whatever. But like people in the stands eating peanuts and sunflowers, I always thought that was a little bit weird. In the end, stadium food is weird because it's always trash. No one really likes it. But every time we go, we always sell out $100 for it. There's nothing that pisses you off more than looking at your credit card statement after going to the concession stand at a sporting event or a music <laughs> event. But you know what? Thanks. We do it every time we go. Oh, I'm already pissed off. Let's just go ahead and start the show. Damn you, Let's Governor's go. Ball. I spent too much last week. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Jason Spells in New York City. Brandon Edler in Los Angeles. I mean, seriously, though, you, you, I we go out to eat before we go to the game. We drink before we go to the game. And this minute you walk into the sporting event, what do you do? Go buy something to eat and drink. And it's always unnecessarily expensive and disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then we talk about how great it was, like, the next day, like, oh, my God, man. The hot dogs at, you know, I'll say Shea Stadium, but City Field, obviously, are amazing. The hot dogs are so good. It's like, it's a hot dog. And it's really not. It is. But what, it I mean, is it is great. It's part of the atmosphere. Like I said, it's all great. And so your point. So you check the the balance the next day or how much you spent when you're like, damn, I literally just left that basketball game and spent $120 on food and I'm hungry again. Like, and I'm yeah, still hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Like you go to it's dinner, like, like you, you go to you go to eat before the game, drink and eat during the game and then still wind up getting food after the game. It's, it's like the Chinese food of like sports. No, I get what I mean horrible premise but I, I get what you're getting at there it's like you, you don't feel that way with chinese food like you never get full on chinese food. I feel, anytime i have chinese food i'm hungry again in two hours first off i think i'm a bigger hibachi guy which is japanese and hibachi you know they load you up they load you up so much that, like i never had that problem sushi though i do have that with sushi where like i'll murder some sushi and then seriously 45 minutes later i'm like that was not enough meat that was not mm-hmm. enough rice i need more food that's probably why I don't take people on dates to Nobu. <laughs> I don't think that's the only reason you don't take chicks. To <laughs> but I like where you're going with that one. I'm going to use that. I personally use the future line. Nobu, Nobu, Nobu. Chicken wings and fries. We don't go on dates. Yeah. You let them know that from the jump. Now, if they pull up with you, get you a nice little two-piece, you enjoyed yourself. But yeah, no, nah, Nobu, no, no, no. What's the most you ever <laughs> spent on a date? Like, you know, you live a different lifestyle. You flashier than me. Uh, you know, you, you showing a girl a good time in L.A. How much? On a, on, a, on a first date or somebody I'm dating, dating? Just you trying to show out. Like, you was trying uh, to show on out. On first date? Not a lot, to be honest. Maybe a couple hundred dollars at the very most. Definitely not more than three. I don't, Dude, I'm cheap like that. I'm not flashing on. I'm not trying to, like, say any precedence that this is how things are going to be every single day because that's just not my style. If I'm dating you, though, every now and then I'll, I'll, you know, 
try and flex a little bit, spend a little bit more, let you know you're worth it. But first date, you might take that hold of Burger King. <laughs> oh, now, first off, I know you're lying. I know you know well, you know where that's listen. from. You know where that's from, right? I do. I do. I know where that's from, oh, right? Okay. Okay. But yeah. like, you're uh, you're doing that for the listeners. I know, Brandon. First off, y'all, this dude, he's like the worst person to ever double date with. <laughs> because you sitting there having a good time showing off for your girl, and he just sitting there just doing it for the hell of it. So he like, oh yeah, let's, you know, send that back. Gonna get that nineteen forty two. I've never okay, ordered that back. a shot let of get, forty two in my life. Let me let me get Mom, the class of Azu. Excuse me, Mom, do you have that dry lies. age? You have that dry age wagyu in the back? I think she would like that. That's fair. I, I might ask for the the wagyu for sure. Steak and wagyu. That's my weakness, but I'm not asking for the forty two. Nah, that, that's just not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we learned a lesson, right? We go to games. That's that's why when the you got food at hit, home. No, no, that's what that's you selling my mama now. Oh, we got McDonald's <laughs> in the house. We got we right, got food like, at home. We ain't got food at home. And the older I get, the more I agree with that shit. Yeah. Like I was having this conversation with one of my homeboys the other day. I wanted Chick Fil A. Well, Chick Fil A, you know, you go on Uber Eats or whatever. The same Chick Fil A that any other place in America you go get for seven dollars and a sandwich and fries, lemonade. Uber Eats was like by the time it got to me, it was twenty two dollars. I went ahead and canceled that order and went downstairs and made me a sandwich. Smart, sure did, sure Smart. did. Let's go get the damn show started. We've been talking about food for way too long. Hey, did you see Drake is, <laughs> Drake is uh, dropping a new album tonight? I did. I'm excited to hear it, but I'm going to be honest. Not a hater, but that cover is trash. I don't even know. It's, like, it's a great I, name, I, though. Honestly, it's, never it's mind. It's a great name. We should have named name, this podcast, that, that, honestly, never mind. That logo's trash, though. Yeah, I mean, I think he was trying to bite off of, like, cash money. He was he was trying to bite off of cash money, but he, he didn't quite stick the landing. Um, yeah, he didn't do a very good job. I think he's coming out with this because Certified Lover Boy, which basically dropped since we've done this podcast, was was a bad CD. Like everyone agrees it wasn't good. And so I think honestly, he's like, oh, I guess I put something else. I get that bad taste out of my mouth. Uh, I mean, I like Drake. I think Drake, uh, you know, the, the totality of his career, I think he's done some amazing stuff. I credit him and Kanye with him, Kanye Cuddy, for probably being three artists that really changed the soundscape of music going into the 2010 man drake's missed more than he's hit the last couple of years and that's just the reality and i don't really know what to say so like am i eager to hear it not really hopefully we get a couple bangers from it but i'm really not expecting a whole lot yeah uh, it's about his time right he's always he loves dropping for that summer and that fall so it's gonna be mm-hmm. probably some future in there probably some 21 I'm um, trying to think what other rapper he could work with right now. Someone to give us somebody, some anthems going into the summer and the fall. Somebody said on Reddit is Kanye on the album. <laughs> I mean, that might be it, right? But I, I don't anticipate that being a good song. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't anticipate that being something where you're like, oh my God, yeah, I definitely want to watch this shit or listen to this. But, you know, hey, best of luck to him. Honestly, never mind drops. I was just, I think that's pretty impressive. He's dropping an album with no singles out and no features out, right? He's not touring. So he literally is just dropping an album. Uh, and I but, think I mean, nowadays, is it Beyonce dropping one soon too? Oh, is she? I, I have Yeah. So I, he probably, he probably like had to rush his album up. Cause let's be honest, you can't drop one Beyonce drop. I don't care who you are. No, nobody can compete with Beyonce. She's dropping a new album called Renaissance. Yeah. Somebody, 
somebody made this connection on Reddit too. They said, uh, certified lover boy was all pregnant emojis. Nine months later, we get this album. Genius. <laughs> that's that's true. If that was done by design, that's that's really dope. But yeah, uh, yeah never Beyond, mind. Honestly, Beyonce's never mind. July 29th. Yeah, so he realized he couldn't wait. He had to get his run now. Because you mess around and think you're going to get some run next month. Beyonce got it. She's going to drop two of the albums. It's going to be HBO Max documentary. It's just an L, right? Like, the woman moves the market. And that's what it is right now. Speaking of market moving, the Philadelphia Eagles. And you talked about how trash the logo was for uh, Drake's new album. Basically, whoever is doing graphic, graphics and marketing for the Eagles is lazy. They just dropped a new look logo for this coming season, and it's disgusting, right? Like it's, it's like they just basically did Times New Roman, and that was it. Yeah, I mean, there's basically two two things that happen here, one or the other. Likely, either an intern did it, which I don't think is likely, or they outsourced it to some agency whose whole focus is on fonts and designs and stuff like that, and probably paid about two million dollars to get that. Bro, they could have paid me about 200000 I could have came up with something better than that. But I'm going to be honest with you, Jason. I don't think they accept Microsoft Word Art. So uh, I don't know if you would have been able to. No, I got Canva, bro. I set my game oh, up. Oh, shit. My bad. Free. My bad. My it's bad. free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I messed with Canva. So, like, they could have easily put that together. <laughs> you didn't think I was ready for that one, did you? <laughs> you know, Canva free, bro. Canva give you good work. Canva give you good stuff for the, for the po' folk. Well, that's po' folk. Canva make you look real, Not even real the thing. Like all the interns in the last two years that I've had do all their decks, they do everything through Canva and they actually look really good. Yeah, this this new logo is trash. Like, I mean, it's just flat. Just flat. There's no definition in it. Uh so look, it is what it is. Eagles all of this to I mean the Eagles should win the division, right? It's NFC East. It's up and down every year. No one's looking at Washington to do anything. No one believes the Giants can do anything, and Dallas is still Dallas. So Eagles have a chance to repeat and win it. But with a logo like this, now I'm betting on you to lose it because you literally – there was five people in the room that agreed to that shit. Nobody was smart enough to be like, yeah, we need to do something else. Nah. But you know how it is. Everything's always overreactions, too. You remember when the Rams un- unveiled their logo uniform a couple of years ago and everybody had plenty to say about it. You know, two weeks later, nobody cared about that. So fans going to fan. Haters going to hate. We're going to talk our shit. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, look at you, bro. That should have been the promo for the week. Hey, game six, NBA finals. So we're taping this uh, Thursday, 16th at 746 in the east, 446 in the west. A couple minutes away from tip-off. There's no way the Warriors win there, right? I'm going to say there's no way, but I think at this point we're all invested in the seven-game series. We want to see it happen, and that's just the way things have been going. Whether Adam Silver's pulling the strings or this is really what's meant to be, I think we're getting seven games. You want the conspiracy theory aspect? So Adam Silver is in health and safety protocols. Due to COVID, he needs to take another negative test, which he's going to take tomorrow to be allowed to basically leave his house. This is purely for you conspiracy theory folks out there. If the Golden State were to win tonight, the Deputy Secretary, Mark Tatum, would then give away the Larry O'Brien trophy. That's why I'm like, you know, for once again, purely conspiracy theory, Adam Silver don't want nobody else to get that trophy away on his watch. He ain't going to do that. He's going to make sure that this thing is set to go seven so he can be there to end this bad boy. Pure conspiracy theory. You know, I like your conspiracy, so we'll see what happens. 
All right, so you think you Celtics, think? Cover, Celtics cover four, though? I literally just yeah. pulled up the app right now. Celtics cover? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, like that. Celtics All cover. Right. They're going to win this game. I don't think it's going to be overly close. I think Golden State's going to – one of those games where they realize they can't win it kind of early on and retreat back a little bit and game seven, save up for that. Unless I mean, that is their that. MO, though, right? Like, they've done that in the previous sure. series. They go on the road. They can close it out. And they come out, and they're like, yeah, this team's got way too much energy for the first quarter. We don't really care. And then they'll come out of the third, shoot a couple of threes just to see if they can get back in it. The minute it doesn't happen, you're like, all right, uh, everyone fire up the jet. We'll, we'll close out at home. And I hate that about the Warriors. I despise that about the Warriors. I want to see them go on the road and dominate a team and win. And they just haven't done it this year in the playoffs. Yeah, but, you know, with all this being said, we forgot about one element for tonight that could change it all. That would be game six, Clay. And he's, he, he's been he, building. He has, he's been he building. Has, he hasn't really been in the series too much. He hasn't done a ton. Not trying to disrespect him. I love Clay, but this might be it. This might be his one shining moment. I just don't like the Warriors on the road. Like I, I should, I should like them on the road doing these things. But I just feel as if. They just don't have that instinct because they know they can fall back on the chase center. But Boston mm-hmm. has proven they can win this. So I'm like, yo, y'all need to have that dog in y'all tonight to get this mm-hmm. done because you can't just – like that worked against Memphis, right? That yep. worked against uh, – who did they play last round? Was it Phoenix? No, hey, Dallas. Dallas, yeah. That worked against them. No, Dallas and Phoenix played each other. So they would have yeah. played uh, – Who would have played? Minnesota. Wait. Uh, playoffs going on forever it didn't work in the last two rounds i'm going to actively look up right now and see gsw um who did they play i'm trying to look right now too i'm looking at the playoff anyway like yeah they had opportunities to close them out both on the road denver it was denver round one then memphis yeah denver memphis then then dallas then dallas yeah 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 all right and they didn't but i'm like yo i need y'all because once again boston Boston does have the talent to win game seven in um, San Francisco. And so I, I, I need the Warriors to come out and do it, but I just don't believe they will. I think Boston covers a four tonight. I'm with you. I might even play ultimate bet Boston six. I'm ballsy like that. I would not do that, but I would uh, put that much. What is, uh, what's Wiggins over under for rebounds? All right, hold on. Wait if, a minute. If, if, if it's lower than seven or eight, I'm go- I, I'll take that back. Give me that prop bet in the parlay. What you want, man? What you want? Put your numbers in right now. <sighs> Everybody, choir man wants to know since you want to clown me. Uh, Wiggins, over under seven and a half rebounds. I'm taking that. He's getting more than seven and a half rebounds. He's getting eight. He's getting eight. I feel okay, it. Okay. You know what? You just pad my pockets. I'm going on vacation this weekend. I'm heading back to my old stopping grounds, Dallas, tomorrow morning. So I need a little pockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't hold y'all too long this week because, you know, we – we understand that y'all have been riding with us and we know y'all got a lot of stuff y'all want to do this weekend. It's summer across the country, everybody out. I see pictures. I got texts. I got friends literally coast to coast. All y'all living. I'm proud to see that. I appreciate every one of y'all. I'm glad y'all enjoying yourselves. Uh, we missed finesse of the week last Tuesday because Brandon wanted to run on Adidas slots. And I had a lot of people talking like, damn, I still got my slides too. Brandon slides last forever. A diamond and slides. They are forever. You want Kanye to remix that Shirley Bassey tam- sample? Uh, but our finesse of the week is brought to you by the richest man, Elon Musk. 
And Elon Musk, I said this before, I'll say it again. He gives me like super villain vibes. You know, you think about, you know, every super villain that was wealthy in DC uh, comics or Marvel, they were super rich. They got wealthy. Everyone just thought, oh, God, you're rich. You can do whatever. Then they started saying they're doing all these things, but they were never benevolent. They were doing them to take over the world. Uh, You get that vibe from Elon Musk. So if you recall earlier on in the show, we were talking about Dogecoin, a um, cryptocurrency that's basically pointless, much like most cryptocurrencies. It went from being less than a penny to being worth 74 cents. So people were making money. He was saying Doge to the moon. He was tweeting about it incessantly. Mark Cuban, the owner of said Mavericks, even said that the Mavericks would accept Dogecoin as payment and that eventually it's going to be worth a dollar. Yeah, Dogecoin today is worth five cents, I believe. And is honestly, it even worth five? I feel like it's like worth five tenths of a cent. It changes by every second, right? So like it, um, it fell off the moon. It literally did not go to the moon. It fell off the moon. It is worth uh, five cents, 5.54793 to be exact. Uh, once again, down from 74 cents. And Elon Musk, if you recall, before he went on SNL, Doge took a bump. Everyone thought he was going to talk about it like crazy, and people were buying it. He was promoting it, and subsequently it fell out. And you coined that you didn't coin the term, but you hit me to the game. I had never heard of the greater fool. And today, in this lawsuit, everyone is saying he utilized Dogecoin as a form of the greater fool. Bill Gates also said people in crypto and NFTs are modern day the greater fool. Yeah. So the finance of the week goes to that. That's why I thought it was so interesting when I saw it on the show. Like, the more I looked into it, I'm like, oh, this is really an economic term. This isn't something that's meant to be a slight. So funny, when you sent that to me, I wanted to post it on my Instagram stories. And this is just how my mind thinks. I was just so afraid so many people are gonna be like, you're such a hater on NFTs. Like, nothing about that comment is meant to be a hater. It's like, just because somebody's a greater fool, it doesn't mean need to be a negative term towards them. Like, again, you need greater fools to succeed in a lot of businesses without greater fools we don't have a lot of things that we have in this country this country was made by greater fools which is the direct quote from the sorkin dialogue it's like man people need to understand that smoke and mirrors is a very real thing like if you actually are in the stock market you know they always joke buy on hype dump on news because the reality is most people are more intrigued by shit that's being talked about than really happening or projection stuff like that i'll stop going but you get what i'm saying Nonetheless, thank you for sending that over. That made my day. So right now, this is from Reuters. In a complaint filed in federal court in Manhattan, plaintiff Keith Johnson accused Musk, electric car company Tesla, and space tourism company SpaceX of racketeering for touting Dogecoin and driving up its price only to then let the price tumble. Musk, of course, CEO of both Tesla and SpaceX. Also, in the complaint, this is a quote here. Defendants were aware since 2019 that Dogecoin had no value yet promoted Dogecoin to profit from its trading, the complaint said. Musk used his pedestal as the world's richest man to operate and manipulate the Dogecoin pyramid scheme for profit, exposure, and amusement. The complaint also aggregates comments from Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, and others questioning the value of cryptocurrency. Johnson is seeking, get this, $86 billion in damages representing the decline in Dogecoin's market value since May of 2021. He also wants to block Musk and his companies from promoting Dogecoin, and a judge declared that trading Dogecoin is gambling under federal and New York law. Uh, then wouldn't the stock market kind of be the same thing? 
in theory, yeah, okay. except for there's some quote unquote. Uh, I'm sure like at the SEC, right? You have fiduciary responsibilities. You have oversight in the stock market. You don't. And have- how 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 well has that been working? I mean, you know, given the fact that majority of our lives we've seen the stock market crash like every six years, not that well. But yeah, for other me, people, let me, they tell let you me shut business. up before the Fed start tapping my phone. Yeah, man, you hear tap tap click twice, throw the phone away. Uh, so <laughs> that's that's the uh, finesse of the week is Elon Musk, and I will be honest, I was in crypto. I've been in it for a while, made some money off of it, not a lot of money, so I don't think I got it. I don't. I was just playing around with it. But I finally took my last little bit out. I did. I finally took it out because I'm like, yeah, this 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 has ran its course. It was enjoyable, but it's not a legitimate currency. Have you actually seen people purchase stuff with Bitcoin? And I mean, mm-hmm. like today, not like I, when it was high. It was like, we're going to learn to use Bitcoin. We're going to accept it. Now, no one wants that because like it's worthless. Right. Oh, it's just too volatile. Uh, that's the biggest issue. Like, I get, I get everybody's rhyme and reasoning for wanting to try something other than the U.S. dollar, but no, I'm good. Pay me a green. I'm back. good too. Yeah. Pay me I'm good. Pay me. I'll take that cash. Uh, put Harriet Tubman on the twenty and pay me my money. That's all. Right. I'm say. Never let never let me. You know, try and put somebody down for trying to make money. If you're making money off the off stocks, off of crypto, whatever, NFT, good for you. As long as you're not manipulating other people into thinking they're getting something they're not, that's fine. And I think that was the issue with Musk, right? But the issue is we have the world's richest man touting a currency in a medium such as Twitter where he was doing it. Then you have situations where people are like, well, this guy is all about it and he made money. He won't let this fail. The dude's the richest man in the world. He can put 100 million in Doge and lose it and it not affect his lifestyle. People were putting their entire checks, their entire 401ks into this, putting all of their monies into crypto, quitting their jobs and saying, I'm just going to trade crypto. And we see where it is. So, hey, look, if y'all are still in crypto, I hope it rebounds for y'all. I really do. I got out because I had my fun with it. I'm going to more stable things, Um, i.e. the streets. I'm going to take this money and give it right back to the streets because I believe putting my money to work while I can see it. So, yeah, we won't tell you how to spend your money. But, hey, look, I hope y'all make your money off it. Much like I hope y'all like this podcast. And if they like it, give us a like. But if they love it, if they love it, Brandon, how should they show their love? Show some love by putting some money behind Wiggins getting more than seven and a half rebounds. I'll be about time to listen to it. He, he would have either got it or not. <laughs> You're just as bad as crypto. See, Brandon's like Elon Musk, bro. He's trying to set you up and lose your money. People gonna be betting on futures for next year, especially if Gold State winning that. As always, put your people on so they can put their people on. Uh, next time we talk to y'all, there'll be a new NBA champion. Yeah.